Now, there's a couple of things here that I want to talk about. Both of them involve Hillary. Both of them offend me. And both of them I find sexist. Now, before you say, I'm not listening. I don't like women talking about sexism. Listen. Because I'm not somebody that throws out the sexism card every time something happens to Hillary or to a woman. This is something very real. And I think women may perhaps recognize it more than men. Sorry. Perhaps because we're the victims of it more than men. I'm not saying men can't be victims of sexism. There's certainly, you know, some of those groups out there very anti-men. But I want to share with you a couple of things. Okay? Now, there is a... Um, I, I, I want to play this. This is a piece of a Trump ad um, with Hillary. And actually, before we play the piece, let me tell you the, the context of this, okay? This clip comes from a rally in Nevada. Now, Hillary referenced a political ad on the radio from her days in Arkansas. Describing the ad, um, the announcer said, uh, wouldn't it be great if somebody running for office said something we could have an immediate reaction as to whether it was true or not? Well, we've trained this dog and the dog. If it's not true, he's going to bark. I'm going to figure out how we can do that with Republicans. You know, we need to get that dog and follow them around. And every time they say things like, oh, the Great Recession was caused by too much regulation, she said, then barking like the fact check dog she was imagining. She said, quote, I think we could cut right through a lot of their claims. Okay. Now, while we don't have dogs, as she said, trained to follow around candidates and bark the alarm when they lie, we do now have near instantaneous fact checking via the Internet. And then she talked about the fact-checking site PolitiFact that rolled Donald Trump's campaign statements together and awarded them a 2015 lie of the year. That's the majority of Trump's claims checked on the site and that the majority of those claims are, if not completely false, to some degree false, from mostly to even pants on fire. And she did bark, bark as a joke. Well, of course, people went crazy. But Trump went a bit further. He did an entire ad around it. It's harder to explain it's harder to you can't you know just hear the whole ad because you got to see it too but here's a piece of it and i think you'll get the idea this is a little few seconds from an audio that trump ran with hillary barking like a dog every time hillary opened her mouth they had they inserted barking instead of words take a listen Okay, so every time Hillary opened her mouth in this ad, if she said, my fellow Americans, instead, you would hear that. Can we play that again, Mark? I, I, I just have to correct it. They don't insert barking. It's, it's the actual clip when she was at the rally. I know you said you didn't see it. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so 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 the, the bottom line is they just keep bringing back the barking, and of course you would expect them to. But that's not the only thing. You may have heard of Samantha B. okay? Um this week, Hillary Clinton had a very successful third Super Tuesday with the five states voting in the primaries. She got four out of five. And there was one issue with her victory speech, at least according to male pundits. Well, there were two, actually. One was we heard she was yelling, even though Bernie Sanders, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump all yelled. They said Hillary was yelling. And another, <coughs> Joe Scarborough, an MSNBC, the anchor on the morning show, co-anchor, 
said she didn't smile enough. Now, he was the instigator that headlined this whole thing, and he directed in a tweet toward Hillary Clinton, former Secretary of State, quote, smile after her, quote, big night. Here's Joe Scarborough's tweet, smile, you just had a big night. Now, naturally, a man telling a woman to smile more, even if, as he pointed out, he's criticized Bernie Sanders for being grumpy, too, it didn't go over well. It didn't go over with me, and it didn't go over with a comedian named Santa, Samantha B. Now, she is host of the new TBS late-night show called Full Frontal, and she did not agree with him in the slight. In response, she, a comedian, started a Smile for Joe campaign on Full Frontal's Twitter, beginning with a photo of herself frowning, coupled with the caption, Ladies, it's very important that you smile for Joe. Okay? Now, she's retweeting similar photos from other women directed at the MSNBC host. Uh, Karen says, he's not smiling. Uh, Here's me not smiling for Joe at Joe NBC. Smile for Joe. Hashtag smile for Joe. Uh, And then they're just women. You know, uh, Ashley smiling as hard as I can. And all these grumpy faces. Some of them look like they're in extreme agony. One of them looked like a a mean woman for Orange is the New Black screen. In extreme, you know, agony. And, you know, it's it's just hysterical this campaign goes. But what's not hysterical, and I want to add, by the way, guys, the, the screaming. And I, I should have said that earlier because we could have pulled all of them. And I talked about it yesterday on Fox. Why is it that when Donald Trump is like, we're going to make America great again. Oh, when Ted Cruz says, God has chosen me and the people have spoken. Oh, when Bernie Sanders says, we're going to go all the way. But then when Hillary Clinton says, we're going to, we don't need to make America great again. America's already great. She's screaming. They're not. She's attacked for it. They're not. It is, it's focused on her doing that. Not them. In my opinion, if any of those men had uh, joked around like, you know, barking like whatever, okay? I know, sorry, get that on tape, right? Again, it focuses on her. And at the end of the day, instead of talking about how she kicked ass in three out of five states and one four out of five, what does a man and a conservative say? Joe Joe Scarborough says, Ah, she should have smiled more. Can't give her credit. Can't give her credit. I'm sorry, but when a politician is running for office, especially a high office, and they have a vagina, you got to worry about the hair. you got to worry about the clothes. you got to worry about the weight. you got to worry about how her husband voted, her husband's behavior, what her husband did. Oh, she's not smiling, and her voice got shrill when she was screaming. Not passionate. Not enthusiastic. Not winning. Even when she coughed, people went nuts. I saw even women saying nasty things about her. Somebody said today on Twitter, on my Twitter page, maybe she's throat cancer. First of all, you're, you're, you're evil and you deserve to die and go to hell for saying such a stupid thing. And, and second of all, could it be that she's just been in five states in 24 hours, 48 hours? She's been talking and projecting, which I certainly know my business being on radio and being on TV and having two children, which I have to scream after and project. Your voice gets tired. 
Maybe she had a scratchy throat. Maybe she was coughing because she has a cold. It's cold and flu season. What the heck? Sexism, my friend, is alive and well in America in 2016. And that Virginia Slims ad, we've come a long way, baby. Oh, not as long as you think. And it really bothers me. Whether you like Hillary Clinton or not, whether you're a Democrat or not. And if you're a Democrat, if you're a Bernie guy or gal. And if you're not a Democrat, you're not going to vote for her or you would never vote for her. Whether you like her or not, or you would vote for her or not, especially if you're a woman, shame on you. Shame on you for thinking it's acceptable, you know, to emphasize barking coming out of her mouth. Shame on you for not going crazy and being offended by a guy after she wins four out of five states and kicked ass, demolished Bernie in a couple of those states, points out, oh, she's not smiling enough. Can I tell you how many times I'm on Fox News Channel and I will have people, and I'm on Fox almost every day, right? Whether it's Fox Business Channel, Fox News Channel, FoxNews.com, and I will have people constantly tweet me either about my weight, my hair, the color of the dress I'm wearing, or you didn't smile. You know, you need to smile more. When you don't smile, you look constipated. When you don't smile, you look like a transvesta. I, I get, the list goes on. And I'm, I will bet money they don't do that to the guys I'm debating or the male that might be hosting the show. I'll bet money. I'll go to Vegas with it. I will go to Vegas with it. When people think that Hillary is using the sexist card and, you know, you know, oh, wants to point out she's the first woman running for president. She's the first woman running for president. And the fact that she's a woman is relevant. And there are people who look at her and Bernie and subconsciously think he's a he and vote for him. And there are people, if she wins the nomination, whoever she's against, whether it's Trump or Cruz or Kasich, who will look at her and look at them and think he's a he. And women do it as well. Sexism is alive and well. Sexism is very apparent and not just with Hillary Clinton, but especially with Hillary Clinton. And especially when a woman is smart and when a woman is powerful and she's trying to gain even more power. That threatens men and for some reason other women are either envious or it threatens them as well. I don't get it. Ladies, there's a reason we've never had a woman as president and many of us are to blame. It's for dogging each other, no pun intended, or maybe the pun is intended. You know what? If you're a woman who is supporting Donald Trump with the numerous sexual remarks he has made, and by the way, we should get that. Did you guys see that ad? I think I sent that to you, Marky, Mark, and Andrew. Did, did you see that ad where, all, where different women said all the different things that Donald Trump has said about women negatively? Yeah, I said remember about you mentioned women. it and ripped the other day, I think. Yeah, that, 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 that's an awesome piece. If we find that, we should play that sometime during the hour because it's another example. So if you're a woman and you are supporting Donald Trump and you're overlooking all the ways he has treated women and things he has said about women and things he's saying about this woman, Hillary Clinton, and has even said about Carly Fiorina, despicable. You're not in the the sisterhood, as they would say. So you might say, why do I bring this up? Because I want to get your take on it this afternoon here, 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. Joe Scarborough tweeted, smile! You just had a big night, primary day, regarding Hillary Clinton and her win in four out of five states. Apparently, there was one issue with her victory speech. She didn't smile enough. 
Would she be getting the same ridicule if she was a male? And actually, there were two issues because other pundits were saying she was yelling, screaming, shouting, and shrill when she had her victory speech. But so did Bernie and Ted and Donald, and nobody seemed to care about that. Would she be getting the same ridicule about not smiling, talk, you know, her voice being loud or shrill or shouting, if she was a male? And I want to hear from the men as well, not just the women. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, Bernie's been called grumpy. Donald certainly has been called grumpy. Did you see them? Did I miss it? Did you see Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders smiling a lot? I, I didn't. I don't think so. But if you don't hear the media, you don't hear the media or pundits calling them bitchy, do you? No. Why? It's because they're men. Admit it. I get it all the time. If a woman doesn't smile, she's the B word. That a guy? Ah, no biggie. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Do you think Hillary Clinton is subjected to greater scrutiny by male pundits and even female pundits because she's a woman. Do you feel Hillary Clinton is subjected to greater scrutiny by male and female pundits alike because she is a woman? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And why is this in 2016, America? Tell me. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is it something to do with our American society? I mean, we'd love to put down other societies women can't vote or drive, but what's the difference here? Sexism is sexism, isn't it? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Does Hillary need to be more assertive to get her point across because she's a woman? Do you think men she works with treat her differently and less professionally? 888-6-LESLIE, like the I'm talking from Bernie Sanders. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. In your opinion, is there anything more that Hillary Clinton can do to gain the respect she deserves from both men and women, despite her genitalia. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And will Hillary face the same disrespect and challenges that President Obama faced during his presidency because he's black, because she's a woman? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And will sexism in America improve or worsen if Hillary is elected Madam President. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number back after this. Leslie Marshall, welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio of for and by you, the people. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, and uh, let's go to the call, starting it out with Randall and Phoenix, Line 5, listening on KPH- KPHX 1480 AM. Hey, Randall, how you doing? Good afternoon. That's right. Leslie, I turned the speakerphone off. It'll probably bug you. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks. So glad to have you back on the air here in Phoenix. They uh, ended their experiment with Sports Talk Radio on 1480 KPHX or KPHX.com. 
I posted on your Facebook page a story about uh, the Run Bernie Run campaign and uh, what uh, the unity within our Democratic Party, our progressive coalition, that's so important. What Hillary Clinton did at the 2008 convention, it either was arranged or it happened that uh, uh, she, as a member of the New York delegation, um, reported the New York delegation's votes. And it was time such that those votes were the ones that put uh, Senator Obama over the top, punching the nomination. And she announced that and immediately endorsed and started campaigning. And uh, that was one of the classiest moves I've ever seen in politics. And I've been a political junkie a long time. And I flat guarantee all my fellow Bernie supporters and all my friends who are Hillary supporters that whoever is the runner-up and comes in second at the convention in Philadelphia this summer is going to do the same thing. I know Bernie is going to, if he comes in second, he will be endorsing and campaigning for Hillary, and I'm sure that Hillary will be doing the same. We cannot, okay, hold that uh, thought, hold uh, that uh, thought, hold that thought. I want you to continue, okay. but I, I do want you to speak to the sexism issue. When we come back, pick up the phone and join us. Line available for you, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is Hillary being treated differently because she's a female and people talking about her smiling or her shouting? 888-6-LESLIE. True Democracy in Talk Radio of For and By You, the people talking about sexism. We were talking before the break with Randall and Phoenix on Line 5. Hey, Randall, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Finish up and tell us your uh, – you were telling us about Bernie, Hillary, the, the Democrats. Well, what about what about the different treatment between men and women and specifically between Hillary and the other men, Bernie included? Bernie, the Donald, and Absolutely. Ted. Absolutely. Well, I, I just tweeted at you that uh, my mother made me a feminist, and if you give her the material, she'll make you one too. And uh, <laughs> she, was a, she was a single mom uh, during my teenage years, and uh, she uh, worked her butt off and uh, – I saw where, you know, uh, certain points she may not have been treated fairly or respected by people. And she uh, is a smart, uh, capable uh, individual who gets stuff done, and uh, regardless of who uh, likes it or not. And that's the way we should all be living, you know. Okay. Thank you. Uh, anything else? Well, just uh, as I was saying, that uh, Bernie, if Bernie comes in second at the convention, he is going to immediately endorse and start campaigning for Hillary. And Hil- if Hillary comes in second, she'll be immediately endorsing and campaigning for Bernie. Now, we have Bernie supporters and maybe Hillary supporters who say, well, it's my favorite celebrity or nobody. But uh, this isn't about Hillary or Bernie or you or me. This is about our children and who makes the nominations to the Supreme Court to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg and others. And uh, we have got to vote blue no matter who, and no matter he or she, we have to elect our nominee. This is a coalition. We don't always agree on everything in the Democratic Party or in the progressive coalition between the Democrats and the Greens and everybody. But uh, we cannot allow a Republican, especially a moron like Donald Trump, 
uh, uh, be in charge of our nuclear button and our Supreme Court nominations and uh, the White House. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Now, before we get to the rest of the calls, I mentioned earlier, and thank you, Marky Mark, for finding this for me. Somebody had sent me this on Facebook. Um, that you're going to hear women saying all the things that Donald Trump has said about women. And I think after listening, you decide, is Donald Trump sexist? And after hearing this, if you think he's sexist, then how can you as a woman support him? 888-6-LESLIE's the number. Listen up. Bimbo, dog, fat pig. Real quotes from Donald Trump about women. A person who is very flat-chested is very hard to be a 10. I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of hers. Look at that face. Would anyone vote for that? She had the height. She had the beauty. She was crazy. But these are minor details. I like kids. I mean, I won't do anything to take care of them. I'll supply funds, and she'll take care of the kids. You know, it really doesn't matter what they write. As long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of That must be a pretty picture. You dropping to your knees. There was blood coming out of her eyes. Blood coming out of her... wherever. Women. You have to treat them like This is how Donald Trump talks about our mothers, our sisters, our daughters. If you believe America deserves better, vote against Donald Trump. Our Principles Pack is responsible for the content of this advertising. And uh, congrats to our principals, Pack. I think they did a good job with that. One more I would have added was a horrific thing as a mother. My, my, my husband said it made, and I think many of you who are fathers, Mark, you have a daughter. How, how did it make you feel, Marky Mark, when you heard Donald Trump talking about his, how, how hot his, his yeah, daughter, his daughter is? Nice and they should have added that in, the, in, in, the, in, the, in the, honestly these quotes. I think it's disgusting. I mean, there's a way, honestly, as a father, I think you learn to teach your daughter about body image and many women already have issues with body image because of our society but doing that when your father's just reinforcing you know the sexist things that he believes upon you it's even more disgusting i think there's nothing wrong with saying that you know your my daughter is a beautiful attractive young lady but he just it was disgusting because the way he oogles over and talks about women in general he was projecting that upon his own daughter it was just disgusting Right, and that people weren't. And hello, where are the evangelicals on this one? Um, and and in addition to that, uh, this is a man that we've been told by people that work closely with him um, rates women in two ways. One is she a ten, and two would I his words f her. Uh, let's get back to the calls. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three is uh, the number. Uh, let's go next to Michael in the Bronx line one. Michael. Hi Leslie, how you doing? Uh, before I address Hillary, I gotta ask you because I was really upset when you had um, read some of the tweets, the sexist tweets in at you, and you know, as a friend, that really hurts me as someone that vows for equal equal rights, equal respect, truth, and justice. All right, has anyone remember the picture that you and I took when you gracefully visited here in New York City and we met? Uh, yes. Yes. Has anyone commented on that photo about you or about me? Uh, no. No. All right. So far, so good. And like I said, if anybody has listened to me enough times when I was calling to your show, they ought to know by now that I take no nonsense, not against myself, not against anybody that I know or respect. 
all right? And I expect the same kind of courtesy given to you, especially since this is your show, all right? Because I'll be damned if someone turns around and trash talks you and expect nobody else to say anything about it, all right? But, um, and that's just on a person, personal level, you know. Okay, but, but Mike and Michael, we're going, off the, yeah. we're going off the road again. So let's get wonder, back, on, back on the road. Yes. Do, you th- do you think that, did you think that when they gave the victory speeches, that the volume mm-hmm. in their speech, Hillary, Bernie, Ted, and Donald, all were the same, and that all of them smiled or didn't smile the same amount, yet her not smiling or smiling and her yelling and her voice being shrill, that that was pointed out because she's a woman and that is sexist? It was absolutely sexist. Why is she being singled out with all four candidates that you have mentioned? A, they have a following that gathers behind them. They're all cheering. So, of course, they're going to be to- all going to be talking loud. It's not like they're in one room and facing with a camera and they're the only ones there. Let's get that part straight. Number two, Hillary could have been, you said she might have had a tired voice. She could have been tired, period. She's been going from state to state to state, and it's quite, you know, natural. At least we don't hear her cursing out any of her um, opponents or anything like that or calling for violence like a certain person that we all know from the Republican Party. So give her a break. I mean, this is going right back to why um, why are men commenting on the fact that she always wears pants and so forth? Why is she never in a skirt? Honestly, she probably wears pants for a number of reasons. One, she's been known as uh, she. The, the joking thing is about the pantsuits. One, two, personal preference. Three, comfort. And four, maybe she doesn't have nice legs. <laughs> you know, I mean, the woman, the woman is in her late 60s. What is she supposed to be sporting? A leather mini skirt? And by the way, what she wear? Why? Why? why, But see, with men, it's okay. Why? Because they all wear suits and ties. They all look the same. Well, you know, women really, you know, especially you know, being professional, they 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 really have a couple of choices too: a pantsuit, a a suit with a skirt, a dress, or a blouse and a skirt. She chooses a pantsuit. Yeah, but um, Leslie, I'll even add to that. You know, who's to say if she, as other women who prefer to wear pants, who may have had a bad experience wearing a skirt, you know, one way or the other. The whole thing is, it's always damn business. She looks professional. Leave her alone. Okay, thank you, Michael. Appreciate it as always. Let's go uh, to more calls. Eight 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 six. Leslie's the number. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. When we finish with a call, you're cue to call through. Let's go to Chris in Albuquerque, listening on KABQ AM thirteen fifty online for Chris. Good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I'll have to agree with you. Yes, there's you know misogyny and racism is uh, unspoken platform of the Republican Party. So, I mean, that's a given. The thing that's concerning, though, is right now, more than ever, I think, in our history, we have a candidate that we have to be. And I want to make sure that whoever we put up against that candidate is going to win, is the most qualified, not qualified like um, in their history, but qualified to be able to win like Obama was, you know, but we're coming out from a president who's probably the coolest president we ever had. He didn't screw up in front of people. And if you're going to be running for president, 
Um, look what happened to John Dean. I mean, he was exuberant one time, and it destroyed his whole campaign. Yeah, Howard, Howard, <laughs> Howard Dean. And by the way, I okay, maybe am I alone in this? I don't understand why that. I didn't think he looked like he. I thought he was excited and passionate and surprised. I, I mean, I it's because they it's because they the media put it on TV every three minutes. Yeah, and you heard that scream over and over and over again out of context. And they're going to do that to her. You know, you don't bark like a dog. You don't, you know, you... you well, on, honestly, I was like, you why did you, you do that? I agree, no, I, agree, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. But, okay, but dog barking aside, because, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, they're going to play that over and over and over. I agree with you there. But what about the, you know, cr- criticism of... You know, the hair, criticism of the smile, criticism of things her husband has done, criticism of her voice and her volume. She needs to come back hard. Anytime, you know, if that is ever uttered in her presence, she needs to come back hard with nothing but facts about what she's going to do as president. She has to just put that stuff on the shelf and shove it right back at him because, you know, it's it's nonsense. There's no reason that any of that stuff belongs in the campaign. And, I mean, she has to take control of that conversation. And, you know, it's a... It's mandatory, though. We can't. I mean, if Trump uh, somehow gets, you know, past his own party, I mean, they're doing all the stops to keep him from from being their candidate. But if he somehow magically gets there and, you know, these these people have been waiting 20 odd years to come down on Hillary and they've got a they got a pile of bricks to throw at her that, you know, is unparalleled. You know, and like I say, if it was uh, Elizabeth Warren, who nobody knows who she is, but would be a great candidate for, you know, Michelle Obama, I don't care. But it's like Hillary has has really got a high hill to climb. And, you know, just because of, you know, not not that she's done anything wrong, but she's got a lot of baggage. She's got a lot of years where people have, you know, I I talk to Republican friends, they hate her. I don't know where it's all coming from, but they just hate Hillary, men and women alike. No, no, and you're right on that. Appreciate the call. We're going to take a break. Thank you very much. Uh, We're going to take a break. Neil in Ithaca, you were next. Give us a buzz back. I think your phone went out uh, there in Ithaca, New York. Uh, Finish with a call. Your cue to call through. A line available for you because we just finished with an individual. Pick up the phone and join us. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Hillary doesn't smile, Joe Scarborough says. Doesn't say, hey, you know what? Lover or hater, she kicked ass on Super Tuesday 3. She won four out of five states and really, really, really had a large point spread in three of them. No, it doesn't mention that. 888-6LESLIE-888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. I'm Leslie Marshall. Back to you right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Proving that short people can be sexy. Saying this is a 5'2 woman. 
who definitely doesn't feel sexy most days. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the call. But I do feel like I'm the victim of sexism constantly. And I, I do understand how my girl Hillary feels. Uh, and we're talking about that right here on the Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Uh, let's get back to the calls. And let me see. Neil was next and he dropped. So let's go to uh, let's go to Dean in Buffalo, New York, line two. Dean, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I hope you're having a great Thursday. You know, this whole thing about people being sexist towards Hillary, I just want to say one more answer. Yes. Um, no one would ever um, comment on any man, um, you know, any man's a, I'm sorry, any man wearing a suit, any man uh, crying, any man showing emotion, but at any time a woman shows emotion, she gets um, a lot of backlash, and, you know, that's one of the reasons I like Hillary, because she's taking all, all of this unfair criticism, and she's still... Um, acting how she wants to act and running a great campaign. And you know this is just party politics because the right wing doesn't talk about her resume, doesn't talk about her politics. They talk about um, the way she wears her hair, the way she dresses. And I admire the fact that Hillary doesn't go... um, out of their level. She, she, and, she, and she shouldn't. I agree. Very good point. And, Dean, I just wanted to say, I noticed on Facebook that you had uh, posted, because I know you correspond with us on Facebook, that your dog passed away. And we like you, Dean, very much. We know um, a long time ago, years ago, the very first time you ever called a radio show was ours, and you were very nervous, and, you know, you've done very well. Um, you know, calling, uh, you know, our show. I know it's not easy for you to always uh, speak, you know, publicly. And I just wanted you to know that um, our thoughts and prayers are with you because, you know, we're animal lovers here and uh, very sorry about your dog. Very sorry. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. All right, Dean, you you have a good day. You have a good day. And I I hope you feel better soon. I know it's not easy uh, to get beyond that. Believe me, I've had a number of dogs die to my cat of 22 years. Marky Mark, quiz, what was Cat's name? Precious, and she would go, <laughs> You go, well, okay. Mark, maybe we should loop that with Hillary's barking. <laughs> you guys to do a duet. God. Oh, my Lord. Let's go to Bobby in California, line one, on listening on Progressive Voices. Bobby, good afternoon. Hey, how are you? Good. How hey, are you? Hey, I'm still ducking handsome. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. They see Hillary as a housewife. They don't see her as a candidate for the president of the United States. That's about for, for, for our culture because we have a, it's a male-dominated culture. So see, we, we see women as housewives. We don't see them as women uh, of power. That's our problem, too. That's not just uh, the Republicans. That's us as males. But uh, as, also as a pastor, I'm the only uh, Democrat pastor in my circle of pastors. They're all Republicans, and they'll see her as somebody that lies. And I asked them, why do you see her as somebody that lies? Tell me three things why you don't trust her. They cannot even come up with one. The only thing they come up is Benghazi. That's the only thing. I said, what, what, what else? And they have no, no answer. 
mm-hmm. just a, a, a perspective of male toward females. We're still a little backwards as a as a nation. You know, I know, I I agree. I agree with you uh, 100%. You know, Bette Mittler posted something today, and she said, Daylight savings time moved us an hour forward this past weekend. Meanwhile, Donald Trump rallies are moving us 50 years backwards. And I say that because I think the attitude... Um, you know, toward women uh, by him and, you know, many of these supporters is that. But I, I think there are a lot of men that would like that, wouldn't they, Pastor? My, uh, my wife, she's a pastor in my church. I, I listen to her. I, I follow her direction, her vision, because she's the one that makes the rules. So I have to follow her. I don't have freedom. I'm a, a feminist, so I don't have freedom. I don't have problem with women on top of me. If they tell me what to do, I'll follow. And also... Uh, the problem with the Republicans, I mean, with the, with the evangelicals, they, they, their Bible is half a, half a meter, I mean, half an inch thick. To them, only abortion and gay marriage, and that's it. That, that's, that's their Bible. And I keep telling my pastor friends, why would you vote, especially the Hispanic pastors, why would you vote Republican when half of your, uh, of your uh, uh, church doesn't have uh, papers? Half of your church has Obamacare. Half of your church uh, earns a minimum wage. Tell me with, with, with facts, why would you support something that your whole congregation doesn't support? And- That's a very, very good point. you got to call us again. I mean, in addition to the fact that you know, I love talking to handsome men on the radio, especially because I can't see all of you. You can be as handsome as you want. Uh, thank you very much. Reggie, uh, one line there in Georgia, line three, listening on Progressive Voices. Reggie, go. Okay. Would Joe Scarborough uh, criticize his uh, – Co-host, female Mika Brzezinski, who's a woman, by the way, of not smiling or grinning from ear to ear enough, or Nini enough, or Sarah Palin, or any other conservative women who, who, who's on Fox News. Well, with his co-host, he risked being punched in the face because he's in physical proximity. But Hillary, he's at more than an arm's length. I'm Leslie Marshall. Thank you to Marky Mark Grimaldi, Andrew Tomedy, and all.